Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Call Jiggy right now, 267-22-JIGGY. Presenting Jiggy Jaguar. It is the fantastic iHeartRadio edition of our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app. Available in the App Store. We're going to go to uh, Skype. We've got Dan Perkins, uh, best-selling author, with us today. We a uh, very dapper Dan Perkins. He's going to be on TV later. Mama, he's yes. going to be on TV later. Uh, we also got uh, Don Mazzella with us today, and I believe IQ Rizzoli might be with us. Maybe not. He's always hiding in the shadows, which he needs to. Uh, <laughs> he's got people looking for him 24 hours a day. Uh, we have a great guest with us this week here on our big broadcast here on iHeartRadio. Uh, Recount Castro, media analyst Ed Bredreau is with us. He's the author of a brand new book, In Lies We Trust, How Politicians and the Media Are Deceiving the American Public. And Ed, welcome to our uh, fun little broadcast here. Um, first of all, tell us a little bit about this uh, this recount that the uh, the mainstream media just loves Jill Stein, even though when she was running, they wouldn't give her any type of uh, publicity. Uh, <laughs> but they love her now, my friend. Well, I think they were right in the first place. I think she is... Uh, <clears throat> I think she... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm just... Uh, not an issue. A little cold. Not an issue, not an I issue. Cold. Um, this is live radio. Uh, <laughs> yes. You know, I've made a big mistake. And uh, the press has made a mistake. And yes. Although they, they love to cover they love to cover sensational situations, and I guess they consider this sensational. But uh, she, she, whatever you think, have you listened to her speak? I've I've listened to her speak on a few occasions, and it's it's very interesting. She has sort of a weird cadence uh, yes. when she when when she speaks. <coughs> yeah, do you know sounds like a teacher. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a teacher. That's down. right. <laughs> yeah, no, the head bobs up and down, and she. Uh, I was watching her being interviewed by Chris Wallace. I don't know if you caught that interview. Oh, I she loved kept, that she interview. Kept, uh, <laughs> she kept pushing her, and she she kept. Coming back, she wouldn't answer any of his questions, but she kept. I'm not hearing him, Jiggy. Over and over again. Keep, keep, keep going, Ed. Keep going, Ed. We're we're making audio adjustments yeah, she, here on on our end. She, she kept she kept saying that uh, uh, she wanted that the American people were were demanding answers, and he kept saying, "Well, the American people are folk. And, and she kept saying, "No, they want answers. And I've got the answers." It was like uh, watching something in a, uh, uh, in a rubber room going on, you know, an interview in a rubber room. Very, very strange woman. Um, Dan and Don, uh, Dan, what, what, what do you make of, of, of uh, Ed's account there and also this whole Jill Stein recount? 
Well, I, I agree with Ed's uh, characterization, but I, I do have a new piece of information that, that, Ed, you can feel free to use. Um, Wisconsin reported that they estimate that the, the recount should cost about $12 million, maybe more, depending on how labor-intensive it is, and they've extracted $3 million from uh, Ms. Stein as her deposit on the, on the recount, which leaves $9 million paid for by the taxpayers of the state of Wisconsin. And so far in the recount, Mr. Trump has picked up three votes. So that's three, $3 million of votes. Um, maybe we could have. Maybe the state of Wisconsin could have could have bought cheese for the homeless or something with that money <laughs> instead of three million dollars a vote, and and that's that is uh, really as absurd as it seems. Uh, if you listen to Miss Stein and you listen to the president and you listen listen to Hillary, nobody's alleging any wrongdoing, any fraud. Uh, voter fraud, nothing. They yeah. just want to make sure that the, the 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 counting is found democratic is, fraud. Yes. Pardon me. They, they they that 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 is that is something I do want to follow up there. There has been some uh, some democratic fraud found, but not in Wisconsin yet. Arizona, yes, but I don't think they have. There's been any indication of fraud in the state of Wisconsin in this recount. My point is that, as your guest is saying, um, it's all a sham. And uh, my opinion, Jim, for what it's worth, yeah, uh, I, I did a piece that was on the the Daily Caller last week. Um, got a lot of hits, and and just a couple of statistics, and then I'll I'll, I'll move on. Yeah. Um, two different organizations report that between counties. Um, parishes and other county divisions, there are approximately 3,100 counties in the United States. And depending upon how you count them, Mr. Trump won anywhere from 2,500 to 3,000, which means Mrs. Clinton won 500 or 100. So as uh, the title of the article that I'm working on right now is called Butt Whipping to the Democrats. Um <laughs> And, and, and in fact, the number of votes and the number of electoral votes that Romney won in 2012, he beat Hillary's numbers in 2016. Wow. Um, and, and so uh, she won 16 uh, states. He won the rest. Um, so it was a, a good old-fashioned butt-whipping, and the Democrats are... Uh, beside themselves, I'm willing to admit that, that they got their ass handed to them in this election, not only at the federal level, but now there are only, I think, three or four states in control of the Democratic Party in terms of governor and, and House and, and Senate uh, uh, in the individual states. So it really was a, a, a real uh, butt-whipping by the, by the Republican Party, and done ostensibly by an independent candidate by the name of Donald Trump. <laughs> without the support of the Republican Party or the Republican leadership. 
Now, Don Don Mazzella, what 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 do you make of all this that our guest and 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 our good buddy Dan Perkins here is bringing up? Well, much ado about nothing. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I did a lot of research on that. <laughs> I, I'm not saying about you, Dan. I'm saying about the, these these three uh, the re, three recounts. You know, um, while the only race that really needed a recount was in North Carolina, and they finally got that one resolved with a lot less uh, national imp implication. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but even if she ran the table and won all three of those states, she'd still be short uh, a majority. She'd, she'd be 10, 10 electoral votes short. And and the uh, the rationale that I heard today as to why they wanted these three states is that she believed, Hillary and her Campbell campaign, believed that those three states, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, were her firewall. And they burned her butt. <laughs> well, a lot of things burned her butt. Well, not that's the least him. of him was Bill Clinton, but that's another <laughs> uh, story. Um, James, but, can you hear me? Yes, IQ has joined us. How are you, uh, sir? Well, welcome. He just comes I'm out of nowhere. My bloody, my bloody See, the minute we, we discuss butts, IQ comes on board. <laughs> I love it. I love hey, it. Hey, I, I, have one, I have one. I have one regret. Yes, yes, go, 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 go ahead, that, Ed. Uh, my regret is I never received one of those Newsweek issues that said Madam President. <laughs> yes. Or New Yorker or New Yorker magazines. That too. New Yorker magazine also said Did Madam President. New Yorker? Well, yes, the, yes, the, New York, the New oh, Yorker. Uh, well, we've... Well, did you see this guy in the New York Post today canceled his Christmas party because it was going to be themed around a Hillary Clinton presidency? <laughs> so, he, uh, so he canceled his Christmas party. It so was the in Christmas the Post. party's gone. <laughs> so he's, he, obviously a Democrat has no flexibility. He can't switch it to a Trump theme. In, in, <laughs> no. In no, not going to do that. We've got uh, a great roundtable uh, today. We've got Dan Perkins, uh, best-selling author. We also have Don Mazzella, our newspaper man, IQ Al Rizzoli, our world traveler. And we have our guest with us today uh, and, until the middle of the hour, the uh, recount Castro media analyst, Ed Bedreau. He is the author of a brand-new book, In Lies We Trust, How Politicians and the Media Are Deceiving the American Public. And uh, IQ, since you got in well, here. Virginia, uh, I'm going to yes. interrupt you. Go ahead, and ask, Don. ask our guest a question. Yes. What is the main thrust of his book? It's a fascinating title, so I'd love to hear more about his the thing, what his book's about. The, the main thrust of the book is that the media has been lying to us. And uh, don't forget, I wrote the book before the election. Yes. So it turns out I was totally correct in everything I say in the book. That the media has been misleading us, uh, lying to us. And uh, we believed all of it. Now, I well, not, not all of us believed it. Not all of us. <laughs> and obviously, the American public didn't believe it because they elected Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jim, let me let me follow that with another. Dan, question. Dan, jump in there. Yeah. Um, Don and I have been talking about um, the concept of the major globalists in the world. Five of them. Yes. As of Saturday, as a result of the Italian election, they're foregone, and Andrea Merkel 
is the last one standing, and she's up for re-election. And today she announced she's going to ban all burkas in Germany. But I want to ask our guest. Exactly what Don said two weeks ago. But go ahead. Yep. So, you know, it's... it's it's, it's, Thank it's, you. It's tough, being, it's tough being smart and humble, too, That's at the right. same time. That's um, right. But I want to ask the guest. Yes. One of the things that I noticed about this election was the um, the proximity and the similarity to the British Brexit election, where we had the elites and the politicians thinking they had control and the middle class revolted and took over and uh, overthrew the elite class and the politicians. That same thing happened in the United States with Mr. Trump and his win. It happened over the weekend in Italy. It appears that it's going to happen in France. And um, there's a number that is just astronomical. The, the real GDP of the country of Italy has not moved since... N- 1998 1998 and so we we've listened to in our country the people complaining about the fact that there's been no real wage growth we saw it in england now we hear it in france and we hear it in italy my question to the to the guest is is this lying to us not now not only not unique to the united states but it's true in all the all the countries where the media is in bed with the politicians and the elites. Well, it's, it's probably even more true in Europe, uh, where you have the European Union, yes, which is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're getting theirs. The European Union is composed of unelected bureaucrats who are telling all the member countries that the laws that they pass in Brussels have to override the laws that have been passed in their respective countries, even though those laws were ratified by the vote. Right. That was one of the challenges in the Brexit vote, is that Britain was going to have to change 60% of the laws on the books to comply with what uh, Brussels wanted. And a a lot of people in Britain thought they were, and probably correct, if it continued, they were going to lose their country, and they they were going to be governed by bureaucrats in Brussels that they never elected. And I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back when they had to were going to have to be forced to change British law. You look at somebody like Angela Merkel and what she has done to Germany. She told them that this is a wonderful thing. We're going to bring all these refugees in. Yep. And this is going to be great. Why? Well, let me let me ask you a quick question because yes. I, I have to li- I have to leave in a little bit. Yes. Following up what he just said there, uh, Jim. Um, did, did do you believe? Uh, I don't. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but based on what you've done, do you believe the elites and the politicians lied, or did they actually believe their own press clippings that Mrs. Clinton was going to win, win, and Andrea Merkel thought it was the best thing for Germany to bring all these people in? Was it stupidity and ignorance and unrealistic expectations on the part of the elites well, and the governments? In the, in the case of the United States, I think there was a lot of lying going on. I, I a lot of lying? Is that what you said? A lot of lying? Look at the polls. 
Yes, yes. That the polls, the polls were all the polls were all Hillary. It was all a uh, a landslide. That you're you're right, Ed. It was it was the polling. Yeah, but Jim, the, with meaning no disrespect to our guest. No, no, go ahead. That's man. that's true of the mainstream media polling. It is not true of Investors Business Daily, the L.A. Times tracking poll, and Rasputin. Yeah, they never had Hillary all. ahead. The outside pollers did a much better job, uh, and and in fact, um, they were much closer to the reality than anything that the mainstream media did. So at the time, the mainstream media was saying she was up 15 points. Rasmussen was saying it was tied, or, or maybe Trump was up one or two. Times L.A. Times tracking poll, same thing, and Investors Business Daily had Trump up a one. But they never; those outside polls never had Hillary up by more than three or four points at the most in the entire campaign. So it was the mainstream media who was doctoring the polls. Yes. It wasn't it wasn't true of the outliers, the other independent polling organizations. That's right. But they were they were marginalized. Yes. They 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 were they were marginalized. It's a uh, I agree. We've got Dan Perkins with us today. We've also got uh, IQ Rizzoli, Don Mazzella, and Edward Rowe with us today. And um, uh, IQ, um, do you have any questions for our guest about the media and their and their uh, some of their lies and, and, and different things? I, I know that uh, you kind of joined us late, so you missed out on the uh, on the lovely uh, chat about Jill Stein and her uh, worthless recount. <laughs> no, I heard it. I oh, heard it. Okay. I wasn't able to communicate with you. That's my speakers were not working. <laughs> But otherwise, I heard it now. My, no, what I'm trying to wor- worry about is this. How is it possible for a leader like Angela Merkel to actually allow an invasion, literally an invasion, by 1.3 million able-bodied Muslims and call it it's a fair deal? And only change her mind now because she's going to the fourth term and she has opposition within her party. So my question to the guest is, what does he think will be the outcome next year? Well, I think that Angela, Angela Merkel <coughs> is uh, psychotic. <laughs> yes, yes, we, 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 we believe she is psychotic here. I really do. Yeah. If you look at uh, her, IQ. If you, you yes, sir. Her. How are you? I'm fine. Now that I joined you guys, I'm very happy. Good. So let me let me let me try and, and answer your question. I was in Germany yes, just go ahead, twelve Dan. months ago. Twelve months ago. And what in the Bavarian region where all of the manufacturing and the industry is, a tremendous has been for years a tremendous shortage of German labor because the population rate growth rate is not keeping up with the death rate of Germans and they desperately need and needed foreign labor to come in and, and help run the factories. I think that Merkel made a mistake in the sense that she figured she could bring in a lot of immigrants to solve their labor shortage problems and, and probably get them at a very low price, and it would be good for the German industry. I don't think she anticipated that it would be a million and a half, and once the floodgate was open, she didn't know how to close it. She never thought about the possibility of having to close the floodgate. My question to you, how is it possible for a leader of a country, besides Obama, who's a Muslim, not know about Islam? She should know that they will never integrate. 
She should do. She already has three and a half million Turks for 30 years who are not assimilating. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 IQ, go, go, go ahead and, and, and make your point, and then we'll let our guest make his point. Go, no, but I'm getting at, first. I mean, the signs were there. And five, six years ago, she and and, Mer and Cameron of England and Sarkozy of France at the time, they said multiculturalism had failed. Well, if she said it six years ago, why all of a sudden? Besides, why not give, bring people from Sri Lanka, from India, from uh, Philippines? They would assimilate. They would integrate. They have done it all over the world. Muslims never integrate. Full stop. Back You're, to you. I totally agree with you. Yes. That's why I, I think there's, a, there's an element of psychosis here. Yeah, okay. Now, what, what is amazing to me is that she keeps getting elected. We've, we've got uh, we 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 are kind of up against the clock here. I know that Dan Perkins has has got to leave us here because he's got a, a television appearance he's got to make here in a few moments. Um, you look right. very smart though, really <laughs> smart today. <laughs> and uh, we've got uh, Ed Ed Berdreau. Uh, we're we'll let you go for today, my friend. I appreciate you making time for us. Before we let you go, um, uh, the the book is available uh, on on your website. It's also available on Amazon. Correct. That's right. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to post a link to it on our website at JiggyJaguar.com, and you can pick up the book. Uh, Ed, uh, take care of yourself, my friend. Get over that cold, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Now, um, before we let Dan go, we've got a little bit of uh, probably, I, I don't know, three or four minutes here. Um, Dan, you're going to be making an appearance on, uh, on Newsmax TV tonight. Tell us a little bit about what, what they're yeah. going to have you on there about. They want me to talk about terrorism. I, I, I know a little bit about that. And, and they want to talk about this uh, um, incident that's taking place in California, specific in, in Los Angeles, and the potential terrorist attack against the uh, rapid transit in, in Los Angeles. And they want to talk. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.